Hello, and welcome to Sugar Daddies, the podcast where two grown men rate and review seasonally available and limited edition sweets and candies. As always with me is my buddy, Chris. And always with me is my friend, Alex. What's on your mind, Chris? I have been grousing about winter for the past few weeks now. That's true. I am done complaining about winter. I am looking forward to the spring, which will happen in four months, and I am being proactive. I am changing the world around me to fit what I want. That's why I've put up all of these heat lamps in our studio, put all this sand on the ground, and released all of these tropical turtles. Well, even though you brought in all of this beautiful tropical stuff into the studio, the food you brought is pretty much just like a barren winter landscape. That's true. These are not summertime Bahama-themed foods. They are simply what I found at my local Target. Today we have Keebler's Limited Batch Fudge Stripe Cookies, which contain no fudge. It's like a double insult. Not only does it promise one thing and not deliver, but it looks incredibly boring. The first cookie that we have is the Fudge Stripes Cinnamon Roll. I usually like cinnamon rolls. I have some hope. And we had those great cinnamon roll Oreos. That's true. I thought, let's relive our greatest hits and see how these stack up against other artificial cinnamon rolls. I'm willing to take this venture with you, Chris. Initially, I was a little bit on the fence about these cookies. Then I noticed on the side of the package is a letter from the head elf himself, Ernie Keebler. That's right, Alex, the Ernie Keebler. And what does this missive say? Well, Ernie writes, Homemade cinnamon rolls are one of our favorites. So we elves work our magic to bake all that fresh baked scrumptiousness into the special batch of uncommonly good cookies. One thing about special batches, they don't last very long. Signed, Ernie Keebler, Esquire. It's really nice to know that he takes time out of his busy day running that bakery inside of a rotted old tree run by what I can only imagine are surf elves. At least they're not indentured servitude elves. Yeah, they're certainly not paid. One of the things, and in reading this, you can't hear it, but the phrase uncommonly good is labeled as a registered trademark. I really feel like they're not the first person to use that phrasing. Yeah, it seems like a pretty common phrase. And we're going to get a little bit more into this sticking point in the second package. I'm going to let uncommonly good go. Sure. They came up with it first. Arguably. Sure, mm. why not? Also, that is not a ringing endorsement, Uncommonly Good. I mean, it has the word good in it, but it's also like, yeah, it's good, but it's off somehow? Right. This is not like normal good. This is weird. Yeah, like if someone were to describe you as uncommonly pretty, it's like, I, ooh, I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah. You're an uncommon friend, Chris. Thank you. Oh, well. Ugh. So moving away from the bag and moving to what the cookies look like, these look like vanilla frosted cardboard. I would say it looks a little bit more like an elementary school child's arts and crafts project. This definitely looks like something one of our two children would bring home from school. Chris, Coco doesn't, she can't. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, she's not good at the arts and crafts on account of her not having thumbs and also eating most of the craft supplies. But in all fairness, that's a problem a lot of human kids have too. Yeah, but human kids don't really have the problem of a fluffy tail. They don't have the benefit of a fluffy tail, Alex. Anyway, so these cookies don't look super appetizing, but to be fair, 
they are the colors of a cinnamon roll. Yeah, and they have the smell of a cinnamon roll, too. Yeah, pretty good scent to them. Not too strong. Nothing seems off. So I'm skeptical about how these are going to taste. A cinnamon roll is known for being warm and soft and just a fluffy delight. These are cold and hard and look very much mass manufactured. I'm going to say enough chatter about these cookies. Let's see if they can stack up to the juggernaut that is seasonally available Oreos. Brace yourself, Oreos. You can relax, Oreo. Yeah, those did not stand up to the Oreo standard. No, not at all. It honestly tasted like a lightly frosted Teddy Graham. That is dead on. It wasn't bad per se. I think if you're a kid, you could probably eat it and be pretty happy. But relative to the delight that is cinnamon roll Oreos, these fall on their face. I think the thing that really brings these down is the fact that they're just too hard. Oh, yeah. The mouth feels way off. Yeah. Oreo had that advantage of the very soft cream cheese frosting in the middle of it. That's true. Which, although not made of cream cheese, you honestly could not tell. This, it is just that solid, hard layer of frosting on the bottom. Uh, It just doesn't do it. Also, it's sort of cream cheesy, but not quite there. Yeah, I've got higher hopes for our next batch. I think Ernie Keebler has to kick these guys back to R&D for a little bit still. All right. Quick check in, Alex, with your emotional state. Did those cookies sweep away your winter blues? No, I think it solidified my winter blues. Okay, I'm in a very similar position, too. All right, that didn't work. I am sorry, everyone, but I have a backup plan. What is the one thing that cheers everybody up? Fudge stripes that actually involve fudge. All right, I sense some hostility, so I'm just going to keep moving forward. I'm talking about birthday cake. Oh. We have Keebler's birthday cake fudge stripes. Again, without the fudge. So it's not even chocolate birthday cake is what you're telling me. Here's the thing I don't quite get about things being flavored as birthday cake. Isn't what makes a birthday cake not the flavor, but simply the fact that it's at a birthday party? Do they have the factory workers wear party hats around them and bash a pinata? I just imagine they have a conveyor belt that just has streamers and confetti and those little blow horns that roll up, you know? You know, all of these seem like fantastic ideas to take a regular food and make it a birthday food. You could do that with anything. You could do birthday nachos. Birthday meatball sub. There we go. I like where this is going. I wonder how that change.org petition is doing. We should check on it later. Yeah, that's probably fine. Yeah. Alex, and once again, Ernie Keebler has descended from his iron throne to bestow us, the common cookie eater, with his words of wisdom. Do you want to take it away? We are having a party in the hollow tree, and you're invited. We elves love to celebrate, especially when there's cake. Each and every one of our extra special birthday cake cookies is made with festive sprinkles and inspired elfin magic that makes them irresistible. One thing about special batches, they don't last long. Sincerely, Ernie Keebler. Now, in his letter, he says, inspired elfin magic, which he claims is a registered trademark. I don't believe Keebler came up with either the concepts of elves or magic or elven magic. That seems like something Wizards of the Coast would have on lockdown already. 
Yeah, I feel like that's something the estate of J.R.R. Tolkien is going to want to bring up with them. Except I don't think Tolkien's estate actually believes in elves. They believe in lawyers. Touche. Enough talk about the bag that these are in. Let's talk about the actual cookie themselves. On the bag, I know we're talking about the bag again, but on the bag, there are a multitude of large, delicious looking sprinkles on these cookies. On the actual cookies themselves, it's like they're trying to hide beneath the not fudge stripes. I can see one sprinkle from where I am standing. And to be fair, you are not standing very far away from them. Yeah, the picture we're presented look like these things have been through an absolute war zone of a birthday party with how much confetti shrapnel is inside of them. The cookies themselves look like they have a mild rash. It smells sort of like vanilla cake with buttercream frosting. Yeah, or uh, hand lotion, whichever. After the show, you have to tell me what hand lotion you use. That sounds great. Alex, are you ready to get this party started? Toot toot. All right. All right. That's it. Put away the balloons. Get this confetti out of here. This is not birthday cake. I don't believe anyone danced around these cookies with conical hats on, Alex. So the flavor starts off, I would put it at somewhere around grocery store sheet cake. But like the pre-made kind, not like the fancy, fresh, made-for-you custom order kind? Oh, yeah. Like the kind you get out of the case. That's been there like three weeks. Yeah. And after about two bites, out drops down to about stale saltine. Yeah, I'm still kind of getting it out of my teeth at this point. And speaking to it being stuck in our teeth, we said it did not look like there was any sprinkles on these. Boy, were we wrong. Oh, they're in there. And when you bite into it, you immediately realize they're in there. The same way that you would realize, oh, sand has gotten into my sandwich. I think the best part of the cookie was the sprinkles. It was more or less a basic cardboard cookie with basic cardboard frosting. Um, But the sprinkles, I think, were real sprinkles, which, you know. I'm going to respectfully disagree and say that the sprinkles were the worst portion of the cookie. If they were sprinkleless, I could see this being an all red cookie. But having that terrible, gritty mouthfeel to them, that's what pushed me over the edge on these cookies. Personally, I enjoyed the texture. There's a hint of vanilla in there, but it's a very light flavor, almost closer to like a sugar cookie. I think most of the flavor was in the frosting. Yeah, I don't even know if I could call the frosting all that flavorful. It was a pretty bland cookie. I would equate this flavoring to being like if your mom had divorced cake and then she brought over your new stepdad, which was an inferior version of cake, and it tried to be your friend. That's what this cookie is like. It got really personal, Chris. You know what? I'm going to say it right now. These cookies do not invoke the sense of a birthday party. No, I'm not having any fun. They didn't even bring me a gift. Oh my god, that would be amazing. If there was a small prize, that would be such a good marketing ploy. And they've already got the little sectional trays. Just take that last row of cookies, throw those in the garbage, and put the prize in there. Wrap it up, put a bow on it. Why, you could do it with all of the cookies in there. Yeah, you just open it up, and it's five blind bags curated by Ernie Keebler. It's just a bunch of pogs in there. Oh, pogs. Well, let's do the inevitable recommendations. I'm going to say pass on both of these, Chris. Neither of them really tickled my fancy. The cinnamon roll was 
fine, but nothing that I would run out to the store and get. And then the birthday cake may as well have been chalk. How about you, Chris? What was your thought? I have to agree with you. Those cinnamon ones just are not great. And you can still get the Oreo cinnamon cookies in the store. These are redundant and useless, quite frankly. And although I didn't have as strong as a reaction to the birthday cake ones that you did, yeah, skip them. They're not good. They taste like they're filled with sand. Well, Ernie, it looks like you've got a lot of work cut out for you. I don't know if we should anger him, Alex. He does possess the power of elven magic. Well, Alex, most of the sand in this room has been tracked all over your house. All of the turtles have escaped, and I'm getting a pretty bad sunburn from these heat lamps. I don't think I solved our winter blues problem. No, I feel just as crummy as before. A lot more itchy. All right, let's wrap this up then. We've come to a time of the year where there's sort of a drought in seasonally available foods. Not a lot of stuff comes out in this late winter, early spring period. So if any listeners out there have a particular candy or sweet that they want us to try, even if it's not limited edition, send a note our way. We can absolutely use the suggestions and we'd love to hear from you guys. And Alex, if someone wanted to get a hold of us, where would they do that? Well, Chris, they can find us on Facebook if they search for Sugar Daddy's Podcast. They can tweet at us on Twitter at Sugar Daddy's Pod. And they can find us on Instagram at Sugar Daddy's Podcast. And if none of those venues are quite the right medium for you to convey the food you want us to eat, send us an email at comments at sugardaddiespodcast.com. One thing I really wish, though, Alex, if there was just a way people could rate us on a system of one to five stars and then maybe even leave comments about it. Well, I think there is a way, Chris. If you go on iTunes, you can rate us. Please, it would be wonderful if you give us five stars. I am both excited and enthralled that that system exists. And we have to give a super special shout out today's sponsor, Pogs. That's right, Pogs, America's favorite cardboard toy. God, this breaker tattoo still really itches. <laughs>